Welcome to the spread. The spread. The spready spread spread. Hey, we are so happy to see your wonderful, beautiful, happy faces. Uh, the spread is a wonderful podcast that we do here at Southwest, and we do it where we can spread out some issues of the Christian life, have mm-hmm. some great long-form discussion about those things. Um, we like talking about focuses that we're in. Like yes. right now, we're talking about Holy Spirit. Um, and we're going to be talking about prayer pretty soon. Yes, yeah. I think that's some good stuff that we could get you, into you here. You can never talk about prayer too much. You can never do that too much. You can never pray too much. That's right. It's supposed to not cease. That's right. So um, with that said, we also not only just spread out that's right. some issues. It's but not we, all talk. But we spread some stuff on some things mm-hmm. here on this show. And so every show we have a foundation, as we established yes, last time, yeah. <laughs> and we have a spread. Um, today's spread and foundation are very unique, and one, the spread is brought to you by my wife. Yeah. Um, she brought up, she thought of this idea, so this is going to be real weird today, so follow us. So we will be ranking this on Mariah's at the end. Sure. Okay. Yes, we will be, yes, that yeah. is appropriate, actually. Yeah. So we are doing blueberry... Bagel. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what brand, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the spread. The is spread. Orange mm-hmm. marmalade. Mm-hmm. Smuckers, correct? Smuckers natural. Okay. So this is a natural marmalade. Yes. As opposed to a not natural marmalade. Mm-hmm. Um, a supernatural marmalade. <laughs> I, I, I thought about you know getting the blue raincoat and uh, going full on Paddington with yeah, orange marmalade. He loves, he loves his orange marmalade. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. Um, so this is going to be a really unique spread today. It's going to be um, very sweet. Yes. Um, so this is why I think this is... It, it, we're going to rank this on scales of Mariah's. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really a, appropriate... Be, uh, Mariah being my wife, if you don't know. Yeah. Um, and a really appropriate because this really relates to her in a lot of ways. One, was the spread was her idea. Uh-huh. Two, she's allergic to blueberries. What? The only thing she's allergic to that I know of. So she can't have this. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> so, but, hey, let, sweetie, thanks for the suggestion. You'll never be able to you taste it. You can never try this. <laughs> Sorry, Mariah. Um, uh, we're doing this so you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we have we did say off camera before we started recording, we mm-hmm. may bring the orange marmalade back a couple times. We might because it's a unique spread mm-hmm. and common enough yes. that people have had it, yeah. had access to it. Yeah. Maybe you're in a restaurant. Yeah. You best believe they got that orange marmalade in the little packet. Yeah. Because some of the stuff we've done has been like kind of seasonal. Yeah. And so it might be hard to find. Yeah, it might. But this one's going to be tried and true all the time, no yep. matter where you're at, any store. Yes. So I think both of these, this is going to be the practical yeah. spread today. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so today on the spread, we are specifically talking about in our discussion, we're kind of continuing our conversation from mm-hmm. our previous episode. Yeah. We, and we, we talked, kind of teased this last time. Yeah. We talked about movements of the spirit mm-hmm. and understanding how he moves, how unpredictable he can be, um, but how sensitive we must be to that and how we must obey as Jesus talks about the spirit moving like the wind, mm-hmm. we must have our sails ready and we must be ready for him to move. And if we're not, you'll be too late. Yeah. You're Pass right it. over yep. us. Yep. Um, the bad Passover. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Passover is yeah. a good thing in the yeah, Bible. He'll, he'll not this right time. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't want him to pass over us this time. Um, we would love him to move through us. And mm-hmm. But today we're going to switch the conversation up just a little bit here. Yeah. Yep. We teased the idea of talking about some of our experiences. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we don't want to, we don't want to like bash on and just talk about wild stuff, you know? Yeah. There, there have been, you know, and we'll be sharing stories, but I mean, genuine moves of the spirit. Yes. And powerful, powerful experiences that you and I have both had. Yeah. When the Holy Spirit's moving. And, you know, last week we, we took a lot of scripture. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, last episode, I should say it wasn't last week, but took a lot of scripture. Um, we we walked through it. We talked about how the Holy Spirit will interrupt us yeah. and be ready. So this week, what we want to do is we want to find that balance because uh, it is a balance of, you yeah. know, your experience and what scripture says about it. Exactly. And uh, we always want to take it back to scripture whenever we have an experience. Absolutely. But at the same time, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna be kicking off with a scripture from First Corinthians, mm-hmm. and um, 
it's it's fitting because the church in Corinth was just like wild. Yeah. I mean they they were crazy. They were out of control and having these Holy Spirit moments every single week and all swinging this stuff. Swinging from the chandeliers. Yeah. If they would have had chandeliers, they would have been <laughs> swinging from them. And um, so I think we need to take what Paul says to them to heart, which we'll yeah. read here in just a minute, and and realize that you know. They were learning as they go, mm-hmm. just like we are today. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we have the Bible, but at the same time, um, you know, we we still have these experiences that we have to learn through, just like the Corinthian church did. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, there's a good. Um, I, what I love about this discussion, especially for us being in the Assemblies of God Pentecostal mm-hmm. denomination, um, we love talking about experience. Yes, so that's why we're having this episode because yeah. experience is something that is really, really important. We're supposed to live out the word. Yes. And um, but reason why we wanted to start with last week's episode is because you have to find these experiences and found them on scripture yes the what validates the experience and what the holy spirit is if you if you believe the spirit was moving mm-hmm. you have this experience and you want to know the difference between is this just an emotional thing is this wacko you hold it to scripture yeah if it doesn't stand it wasn't him yeah um and uh and there are ways still you know and that's not it's not that mm-hmm. cut and dry you still can people can still twist scripture to make those oh, of things course. work yeah yep but like we can, you know, we can maybe even talk a, a little bit about snake handling yeah, as an example. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I've I've personally never witnessed it. I don't know if you have. I, I mean, haven't. I just aside hear from about like it. documentaries, I just on hear about it. Discovery, um, or whatever. And it just but... sounds foolish to me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but we'll talk about that. Like, why? Why is why is something like that sound foolish? But why does you know speaking in tongues like yeah. another like why is that that just sounds like Babel like mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah um like didn't God like correct the people of Babel for you right. know like and and get, that was a punishment mm-hmm. <laughs> why mm-hmm. is this a good thing now you know yeah. like uh, so like how can we navigate all of that yeah um and we're gonna talk about our experiences today yes so, absolutely yeah. yeah so um so let's start with the good yeah let's talk about a couple good experiences because that's what encourages when you get to share those kind of things. Yeah. Well, um, let's, let's start with the scripture here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So, no, you're okay. So, we're reading today from 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Um, chapters 12 through 14 of 1 Corinthians, Paul deals very, very heavily uh, with the church in Corinth. And uh, we're, we, we're going to be talking about this on Sunday morning. Um, <clears throat> so, if, if you haven't tuned in to our YouTube channel you'll be able to find uh, the Moving From Me to We series. Yep. We're calling uh, the one that's going to pertain to 1 Corinthians 12 is going to be called We as a Body. Mm. So uh, give you a little more context. Okay. But, but here we go. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 26 and 40. All right. So it says this. Whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. So all of these things were going on, all these experiences. And he says, let all things be done for edification. And then skipping down to verse 40, let all things be done decently and in order. Now we could go round and round about what decently and in order means and all that. But uh, again, we're just going to get into some of our personal experiences with the Holy Spirit and the Spirit moving. And uh, remember that always, you know, is it edifying? I guess would be one of one of the things that we kind of measure these things against was yeah. warp, when when all was said and done, when the service was over, when the revival stopped, were people edified? Were they encouraged to go deeper in their relationship or was it yeah. just chaos and everybody's like, what in the world was that? Was it so, more wacko, crazy, scary, off-putting? Right. Off-putting being a very... Which... You know, anyone who would experience these things for the first time, it can be off-putting no matter yeah. what. Yep. But there can still be encouragement through that and teaching through that. Yeah. So, like, but, you know, in the general consensus of the room, especially for those who have had experiences and mm-hmm. know the Lord, know his word, were they off-put? Right. That's exactly. when that's when you, when you have people um, who are just, like, when you have weird feelings about what just happened... Usually it's because weird stuff was going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Or there's no explanation of it. I mean, that's that's another piece of this that, you know, I just want to preempt everything before we start sharing stories with is um, 
sometimes we do a really bad job of explaining to people what's going on. We just we have this assumption of well, everybody here believes the same thing, so everybody knows that this is the Holy Spirit, and we never take that time to just pause and say, hey, if you're new to us, or if you're new to the church, or if you're new to Christianity, this is what's happening right now. Yeah, and that can be so beneficial and you know edifying as we just read but yeah. yet we we always hesitate to do that yes um yeah, so yeah well and and i think that some of the hesitation um i think as a whole i'm not talking about us specifically mm-hmm. um is because people aren't teaching on it and they're like well i haven't taught on this before this just happened is this the moment where i try and teach it and some people may try, <laughs> but most people will just kind of like muddle their way through it to kind of just like satiate what just happened. But we need good teaching, mm-hmm. especially as Pentecostal believers. And we're in an area where um, there's a lot of Catholic roots. Yeah. A lot of other traditions are all around us. We're in, a, we're in the greater Chicago area. Everything and mm-hmm. anything is around us. Yep. And um, and this is a really important time where we should be teaching these things yep. and how to understand them, how to understand those moments, which is why I'm glad that you opened with that scripture, because yep. that's one of those ones that, you know, sometimes Pentecostals need to get need to, need to hear that again. Um, yeah. uh, oh, it has to be for edification. Oh, there needs to be order mm-hmm. and it should be decent. So I shouldn't just be like foaming at the mouth, rolling on the ground, yelling at somebody. Yeah, yeah. Because that's none of those things. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, but, so having said all that, so we don't yeah. get too sidetracked and then yeah. never get to any stories. Yeah, I know you guys no are like on the edge of your seat going, okay, I want to hear. Just share a story you, already. Yeah, exactly. Just stop talking and talk sure. about your weird stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I'll let you go first because I have more bagel to yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, I was chowing down. Yeah. Um, I like more orange marmalade. I'll just open with that. Okay. I, I think I, I like it. I didn't know if I did or not. Yeah. I do. Yep, yep. And I, I love the... You know, if you've never had orange marmalade, it, it has like the orange zest, like the orange peel yeah, in it. They put it in and there. the pulp and yeah. stuff. So, uh, if you don't like a like a if you don't like pulp in your orange juice, you probably won't like orange marmalade. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, at least you're not drinking it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But um, all right. So good story for me. Um, I'm gonna talk about this one because this one was for me probably one of the most challenging, challenging and understanding what had happened. So there is this term thrown around sometimes called slain in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds kind of gimmicky. It can be. <laughs> um, and it's in fact a gimmick of a lot of false teachers out there. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's this experience of essentially the Holy Spirit Resting his presence on you in such a way that you're like floored, Mm -hmm. like a physical flooring. Um, That is a really interesting one. Yeah. Because it doesn't exactly happen in scripture. Mm -hmm. There's not an account of somebody falling down in the presence of the Lord except Ananias and Sapphira. Right. And it was death. <laughs> well, and, and, and let me step in here for a minute because there is examples of it. And, is there? Oh, yeah. Okay, so maybe I missed that then. No, no. It's A lot of times it's the Old Testament is where we look for those okay. examples. Where, And the way I explain being slain in the Spirit is the, the power and the presence of God is just so manifest in the room yeah. that you become overwhelmed. Yeah. And you basically, you I mean, you faint, you pass out, however you want to phrase it. Mm-hmm. But you're just so overwhelmed by God in that moment. Yeah. And um, so, you know. That's for, a much better way of describing so, it. I think I was getting in this zone yeah. about it because, like, I'm just going back to the feeling. Yep. But that is a great explanation. It was an overwhelming yeah. moment. It, it that's, is. That's, I mean, that's, that's when it's how happened it, to me, it's always, I've just, I've felt completely, over, like, sensory overload. Yeah. And. Yeah. You just shut down. Yeah. But for examples of it, uh, you look to the Old Testament where uh, there's there's various examples of people that were uh, what we would refer to as slain in the spirit. But they say, you know, they, they were laying prostrate before the Lord. Oh, okay. And they appeared as dead before the Lord. That's, you know, yeah. think, think of like um, 
first Samuel, mm. Samuel's mom, yeah. when she's mumbling wordlessly to mm-hmm. herself in prayer mm. and everybody thinks that she's drunk or everybody, you yeah. know, they're, they're overwhelmed by the moment and it's just them and God. That's good. Um, and, and I don't want to get too deep because I'm interrupting your story. No, but, you're good. So I... there, there is a biblical basis for it. That's good. I... So... <laughs> I wasn't trying to say that there's no, none. no, no, not at all. I just did not know of. Yeah. Um, so that actually helps a lot. Yeah. Um, but with my story, essentially, um, I'm in this church. I'm in Stratford First Assembly, um, uh, right next to Springfield, Missouri, where I was going to school. And it was a real funny story because um, there was a a lovely woman there. She loved me. She was like a family mom type deal. And she she asked me one time, she's like, have you ever been slain in the spirit? I was like, no. She's like, I'm going to start praying for that. And I was like, you don't have to. Um, I'm fine. I don't need that. I don't need to fall down. Um, I'm good. I'm good. And uh, but she wasn't kidding. A week later. Um, no, no, no. Was it that day? Hmm. Right. It was that day. Same day, actually. Because we had morning service, they did Sunday night, mm-hmm. and we would go to Sunday night. So I did the classic church routine. You know, uh, that's no longer a thing. <laughs> Sunday night service. No. Um, but uh, at six p.m., it started service, and uh, and it was just like more of like a prayer worship type deal. Um, it's a lot more low key. Mm-hmm. And, um, they just went for it. Um, we just went and worship and then people were just getting prayed over and I'm just, I think I was going through a rough time or something. So I, I'm just having my moment with the Lord hands up. I'm praising him, and I might, you know, I'm just, and then I felt like a friend come over and started praying for me and then another friend come over and started praying for me. And then this wonderful woman comes up and starts praying over me right in front. Right in front of me. And I knew it. I knew as soon as she was there, I'm like, something's about to happen. <laughs> I just felt it. Like in my bones, I felt like something was going to happen. And um, so we started, we, we're getting deep in prayer. Like I'm crying at this point. Like it was just a very amazing experience. I'm connecting with the Lord. I'm giving, I don't even remember what my issues were at that moment, but I remember I was just giving it all to him. I was laying it at his feet and everyone was praying over me, and this powerful moment comes, and um, and I knew in the back of my head that she was praying for this experience. She wasn't out loud saying slam or anything mm. like that, but I knew she was like, that was her intent. She wanted this moment to happen. So my natural resisting self said, no, I don't want this. And in my head, I was like, nope, I'm not going down. Nope. I planted my feet. I, I, I widened my stance a little bit, you know, so there was not going to be any of this because, you know, because uh, and we could get into the negative experiences, yeah, yeah, I but, will. I'll share but like where there's like done. forcing down, yeah. like where, where people are being prayed over and they're praying <laughs> over your head and then you feel a little yes. pressure and you're like, are you like trying to slay me? Like, are you trying to push me down and make this happen? Right. Make it disingenuous. And I was like, no, this isn't going to happen. And I'm like, she wasn't bigger than me. And I'm like, you're not going to knock me. This ain't going to happen. <laughs> So, um, this moment is going, it's still very intense. So I'm like, I'm not going to let this distract me from what God is doing. I want to have a genuine experience with him and I'm not going to let any of this wacko stuff stop me. I continue pressing into the Lord and it starts getting like, I feel something kind of like, like a, like almost like a fire started lighting, you know, like something, something was burning now. Like something was, something was, it would just, it felt like there was a level of intensity that was getting reached all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know if it was the prayer was getting louder or if the, it was just getting more intense or I started crying even more or what it was. All of a sudden, I felt my body start to give in a way that was like, like there was no pressure on me from above. Um, like no physical hands on me like that. Like they were praying on me on my shoulder, stuff like that. But I felt all of a sudden, even though my stance was there and I was ready and braced, it felt like something was breaking that. Mm -hmm. And it was a weird experience. And this is, I don't remember saying this, but this is what my girlfriend at the time um, and my friend who is behind me said happened. 
I started saying no, 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 no out loud. I started yelling no um, because I suppose in that moment I was like, I don't want a disingenuous experience. Yeah. Don't give me this. It's you not know, fluff. Yeah. Don't give me this garbage. Yeah. I don't want it. And the Lord said, yes, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. said, this is me. Yeah. And in that moment, once it like, I, I, cause all I remember from that point was like, I was, I fell fully backward. Mind mm-hmm. you, I was leaned forward, stanced. Yeah. I had to be like, there was no force pushing me down, like from a human. Mm-hmm. I know that. Cause I was very specific about that. I was really, cause I was grilling this experience and it just said, this is like one of those, like, you know, Holy Spirit was moving because my friend who had told me I was saying no, he was just walking up behind me to come pray for me. He was going to join the prayer. He ends up catching me. <laughs> I went backward. Yeah. Apparently fast. Yeah. And he caught me. I remember being caught and I was like, what just happened? And, um, and then he helped me lay, you know, lay down and I'm just sobbing. Like I was just like overwhelmed by this amazing peace i all of a sudden received like it was like a next level it was next level it was something that i'll never forget and everything that i did to verify that experience has come back to me as this is god this is god now again i and and i'll admit this part i didn't know the scripture part which is what i kind of shared in the beginning i didn't know the exact (laughs) points in scripture where I could go and be like, yes, this is exactly what was happening there. And this is what I experienced as well. So I did struggle with that part, but everything in the verification of that experience of those around me and more importantly to me, Mm -hmm. because I did not want it. I was quoted saying, (laughs) no, 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 no. I did not want it. And, um, and I had told, even my attitude to that in the beginning was like, no, I don't want this to happen to me. I just, I don't know the genuineness of all of that. And the Lord said, stop, like, stop doubting me. Like, yeah. I can work, even in stuff you don't understand. And uh, boom, amazing experience. I'll never forget it. Yeah. And I share that story because that's one of the most challenging for me um, to verify for yourself, like, was I involved in that? Did I just let my body go? Did mm-hmm. I just give in? Was the Holy Spirit actually moving in me? Yeah. Was I shoved? I just saw I everybody else falling down. So yeah. I did somebody down trip and, me yeah. or like, yep. <laughs> you know, does I genuinely fought it? Yeah. Genuinely fought it. And the Holy Spirit said, like, I know, like, because I was willing in the spirit of the moment to experience him. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, no, I don't want you, God. It was, I don't want a disingenuous experience. Right. Yep. And he said, well, here's the genuine one. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, boom. It literally <laughs> felt like when I was laying on the ground, it felt like somebody had laid a blanket of bricks. Wow. Like it was like uh, the weight of Just like a ton of bricks of on me. Yeah. Um. Like I could not get up. Yeah. Like I was laying there and I was like, I can't. Like I was just, I was just basking in his presence, and it was yep. just like an experience that was just so unique, so unique. So yeah. there's my really yeah. good. That's a really good one I had. Okay. Yeah. So let me let me go the other way with it then. Um. You know this this is not. I won't take nearly as long as John did, <laughs> but uh, uh, so on on the flip side of that, you know, talking about like disingenuous things that can happen sometimes in those moments. Um, I can remember a service I was in where uh, the the power of God was there. It was an amazing time of worship. Uh, it was a revival that we were doing um, here in the Chicagoland area, and we we had a probably middle-aged woman, I guess I'll say, in our church, who uh, she would just, she would fall out for anything. You know, she was she was there every week and um, in, in church, and so we would go to pray over her, and she would just, you know, fall backwards. And, you know, as, as a pastor, mm-hmm. uh, when you sense that the Holy Spirit's moving in that way, uh, you try to prepare your people for it. Yeah. Um, Different churches have had similar things happen where they're more used to it, but usually what we would do in and what you know we do do is 
Um, <laughs> y- yeah, you have you have a couple guys, you know, usually bigger guys that serve as catchers. Yeah, <laughs> for these people because yeah. you know you 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 can sense it's going to happen. It's a it's a common occurrence in Pentecostal circles. This whole falling out thing, yeah. being slain, and so. Uh, as the pastor goes along or whoever it is is praying over people, they'll be behind them just in case these people get overwhelmed and start falling. So I can remember this woman who, again, every week she's she's out, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we got to her. Uh, I believe I was one of the catchers that night. We, could, we, we had catchers and then we had prayer cloth people, you mm-hmm. know, because you got to be decent. So mm-hmm. we got the prayer cloth, put it over people. Um <laughs> And I, I can that. remember that uh, the person that was, it wasn't our pastor that night. I think it may have been the evangelist. He got to her and, you know, everybody down the line had been getting slain in the spirit. You know, yeah. he one a few of them, the youth, which was awesome. Uh, he didn't even touch them. He just got up to them and, you know, just basically started praying and they were gone wow. and hadn't even put a finger on them. And so we get to this woman, and I'll never forget this. Uh, it's happened a couple other times too, but um, the evangelist waves off the catchers. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, he, he wanted to expose what was going on, and so he goes up to her. He has anointing oil. Uh, he anoints her head, and he puts his hand on her head and starts praying, and she starts going back. And as was her custom, yeah. she looks behind her and realizes, uh-oh, there's nobody there to catch me. Uh, and so she's falling, starting to fall backwards and catches herself with her hand and comes back up. <laughs> and, that's embarrassing. And did not get slain in the spirit that night. That's hilarious. You know, and, and again, it's, you, you can't, you, you can't uh, manipulate Wow. You you can't uh make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're just looking for the feels, just just go over and pray by yourself. You yeah. know, you don't have to, you know, be laid out by God in yeah. order to have an experience with God. And have others do it with Right, you. exactly. Like yeah. Yeah. Are you attention seeking? Are you like what are you doing at that point? Right, yeah. And and, and this one I don't think that it was so much that she was seeking attention. I think it's just that she had gotten stuck in a rut in her spiritual walk where if I'm not getting slain in the spirit, then I'm not having a real experience with God. Mm. And, you know, so, so yeah, that, that, that's one example of, uh, (laughs) Holy Spirit movement gone wrong. Um, and you know, and then now let me go on the flip side of that with a positive, right? Yeah. So same thing, um, revival type service, praying for people. Um, the catchers that night though, uh, this was in uh, in Springfield, Missouri, uh, at a at a small church that I was helping out at. Yeah, and we were having revival services. Just I think we were like maybe ten days in a row. We were having nightly church services. God was just moving. Cool. And I can remember the one night the catchers could not keep up with the pastor as he was praying for people, and people <laughs> were just going down. And there was this bigger guy. I think he may have been the worship pastor. Uh, I mean. When I say big, I don't mean like big. I mean like he was like six three, six four. Okay. And the catchers were not behind him, and the pastor comes up and anoints him. And I think all he even said was just in the name of Jesus. And the guy went down. Ooh. And I mean straight the back. Beanstalk, full on, like full on, you know, concrete floor with the carpet on oh, it, and no. bam, and his head bounces. And so you said this was a good story. This is a good story because he had he had no repercussions from that. No concussion, no pain, no nothing, because it was it was totally a God moment where God laid him out. And, you know, I wow, you would think, you know, have a bump, no bump, no nothing. Wow. I mean, he went down hard. That's (laughs) insane. And um, so, yeah, when it I say that to say when it's genuine, Mm -hmm. God will protect you. Okay. You know, man may not be ready for it, but but God will catch you. Well, yeah, and that's that's actually a really good thing to note too. You know, if the Lord is going to do something like that for you, you're not he's not going to injure you in the process. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord would not impose like in the situation with mine, my friend was walking up to come pray for me, yeah. not to catch me. And it was in that moment that God said, "Okay, in that you're done. moment, he's like, he's like, okay, now he's coming. <laughs> Here you go." Yeah. 
And and it was like that exact moment. I didn't yeah. know who was behind me. My eyes were closed shut with tears the whole time. I had mm-hmm. no idea what was going on around me. Um, and I'm scr- I'm shouting no, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> you know that I probably made a scene now that I think about it. But um, that's just that's just a cool like. God, you're awesome. Yeah. Like you, of course, you would bring that kind of order yep. to what can see to what others can look at and be like, oh, that's just random and crazy. Yeah, but a guy who's 6'4", who falls straight down like a truss fall yeah. and ain't nobody there, yeah. you get hurt. Oh, yeah. You get hurt. <laughs> Absolutely. If your head bounces yep. on concrete, yeah. that hurts. Yep. If he's fine. Absolutely nothing no wrong concussion, with him. Yeah. No concussion. No bump. Yeah. Like, no bump. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Now, that's not to... And again, <laughs> there's a balance with that. That's there what is. the difference in a genuine one is. Like, if you just fall and get hurt, maybe it wasn't the moment. Yeah. And maybe that wasn't it. Now, that's why that's why there's order in all of it. And that's why Paul preaches on this to the Corinthian church. He's yep. like, you guys are getting a little too much here. Yeah. People are going nuts. Yep. You're building chandeliers and you're swinging from them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're inventing them and you're swinging from them. That's <laughs> you're how I imagine. The chandelier just so you can swing yeah, from yeah. them. You know? So that's what I'm imagining. But but for real, there was a lot of disorder in all of mm-hmm. it. It was just chaos. It was people just seeking all of this craziness. Yeah. Granted, still believers, yep. still lovers of Jesus, but no control. Yeah. And one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and knowing how to, knowing when that is let go is mm-hmm. only to the Lord. Yeah. That's the only time you let go of that self-control is when you give that control to him. And in those moments, it perfectly happens. Exactly. Yeah. Someone catches you. It's, it's that surrender it, moment. It's, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, it, and it just beautifully happens. I'm sure that the Lord would have wanted somebody there to catch that very tall man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But in that moment, that was a situational, you know, and yep. the Lord protect him. That's really, yeah. that's a really cool story. Yeah. I like that one. Well, you got another one? I have a, well, I have a negative one. Okay, go ahead. And then I'll, I'll share a very positive. To okay, good. That a very yeah. positive. That's what we need. We need like yeah. a very positive one to finish it out. So um, a negative one, and this is kind of like a repeated negative one. So kind of like how yours was a repetitious one. This one has to do with tongues and interpretations. Okay. So um, if you've ever heard of a tongue spoken, mm-hmm. and this is what the Bible talks about. There are tongues for personal time. Mm-hmm. Paul talks about that. He even tells the Corinthians, I speak more in tongues than any of you. Yeah. Paul. Yep. I speak in tongues all the time. Yep. But I hold this against you. You guys are just shouting it and there's no interpretation. When And this is the that main part. If When you do it out loud... For the church to hear, mm-hmm. for the body to hear, that must be for edification. Yep. That is not for because then, and he literally talks about, because then you're just weirding people out. Yeah. You're just being weird. You're just like there, others who would see, would look on the inside, like from the outside, seeing what you're doing, they're not seeing the church being built up. They're seeing just somebody going crazy. Yep. So there must be an interpretation for the time. <clears throat> So same church. <laughs> um, I love this church, by the way. Um, it's a great, great church um, while I was in college and taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Good and bad. Um, and uh, but there was a, there was a guy, spirit filled man. Love this guy. He was fantastic. But he had a tongue every single Sunday. Yep. Every single Sunday to a point. And here's the thing, though. I swear I could get, I could speak in his prayer language mm-hmm. because I heard it so much. Yeah. Like I felt like I learned a new dialect just by listening <laughs> to him and and it would sound exactly the same. Yeah. And there was always a guy. So he was the tongue guy yep. and there was always the same guy who interpreted. Yep. And always. It was, it, you just, you knew that point in the service when they were going to do it every week. Yeah. Cause yeah. it would always come to the, about that time, you know, the worship would be done and then the voice would come up. It yep. would do a loud thunderous voice and then they would be speaking. And then the interpreter, he would, he would say some things differently, but it was usually the same kind of like come to me, surrender to me type things, similar messages. Mm-hmm. But it was always funny how the same exact phrases in this guy's tongue language meant different messages every week. Yeah. And I was like, 
you know, like there was things like that where I was just like, okay, at least there was an interpretation for the building happening. Yeah. So this was a little bit of a, it was just a neutral, this was a neutral experience yeah. for me because it was like something that I felt was be, being forced. And it's like the Lord does not need to speak through a tongue every single week. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. And I mean, I'm not going to hold him back and say he won't. Yeah. But really? Yeah. Like he has to do that every week. And then that same interpretation has to come every week. Right. Like similar. Like it was the same people in that church. That church was not growing at the time. It was the same exact people. How many how many times do these people need to hear the same exact message yep. over and over and over and over? Yeah. There was times where I was encouraged. There was a lot of times where I was just like, here K, we go again. K, there goes Ned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is to turn just a little, to turn this into a little bit of a positive. Um, Cause that was a time where it was like, you know, there was not order in that moment because it was just like, it just, it, the fact that someone like, you know, and I wasn't the only one who felt like that. It mm-hmm. felt disingenuous because it's just like, yeah. Every again, single week. Yeah. Again? Yeah. Come on, man. Like just skip a week. Just yep. once a month. <laughs> like, yeah. Give yourself a schedule at least. Yeah. If you're going to, if you feel like you always got a word, um, which, you know, you can, if you really want to encourage and build up people, you can always have the word. And yep. this guy, I'll give him some credit. Sometimes he interpreted his own, yeah. which I believe Paul also says, yeah. if he doesn't, that I have been taught that. Like if you, if, if, like be prepared to interpret your own message. Yep. If you nobody should, else is going you to, shouldn't yeah. just have babble coming out of your mouth without any sense of what you're saying. You will almost always know what you're saying. You're just not speaking it in English right. and you should be prepared to interpret if no one else does. Yeah. Because then it's a wasted moment. Yep. If yep. nobody interprets, then you just, what just happened? Yep. And it's a scary moment. I mean, it, it gets quiet and then you're like, anybody? Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I know moments where I've given a tongue. Um, I've always been prepared with interpretation mm-hmm. right after that. Like I, I, I felt like I knew what the Lord was wanting to say, but he wanted me to speak first in the tongue. Yeah. And um, this is crazy stuff, right guys? No, I mean, I, if you've never heard any of this stuff, this might yeah. be really crazy for you as yeah, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. this. But um, the, to end the positive note here, there was a time where tongue guy went and interpreter guy was not there yeah and i felt this message well up in me and it was a little bit with there was a little frustration in that moment when i heard the tongue yeah that was like i was like i was irritated (laughs) um and i remember the lord curbing me yeah and being like i want to speak through you this morning and Mm -hmm. it was that immediate prompting and he said are you ready go yeah and uh, and I was like, well, okay, all right. Um, and uh, and 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 again, you know, this is not the Lord doesn't shove his you know right. spirit hand in your mouth and start moving you like a puppet. Yep. He gives you the words, and you still have to you still have to participate in it. Yep. You have to speak it. Yep. I felt the words that I, I I I knew the words that were given, and I remember it just flowed from me. And and I spoke at this interpretation. It was, and this is again why I knew it was genuine. Because it was different than all those other times. Mm-hmm. It was a unique interpretation. It was something fresh that this church had not been hearing. Um, and it was it was just something new. And it was just like, even I felt it. I was, I was feeling edified just speaking it. And I was like, wow, God, you were doing something. Mm-hmm. And pe- multiple people came up to me afterward and were thanking me for being uh, faithful to the Spirit speaking. Yeah. And I was like, that's when that's encouragement. Like all of this stuff was happening. I'm like, do those guys ever get edified afterward for being faithful to it? Right. Probably not anymore because people don't believe they're actually right. Like deep down, like on surface level, it'd be like, oh yeah, good word. Deep down, they're like, what did he really say that? Yeah. Or were you? Yeah, you know. And again, as a pastor for a teaching moment with that, it's I've I've had that happen many many times in churches where. A lot of times it's the same individuals that are, you know, giving a word of edification, whether mm-hmm. it's a word of prophecy, whether yeah. it's a message in tongues, whatever. And I've had people that are not from a Pentecostal background or really yeah. don't understand. And, and again, time was not taken always to explain what had happened. Yeah. And they would come up to me after service and say, well, how come, you know, so-and-so always does it? Yeah. 
And, you know, my response has always been to them and, and always will be until the day I die that, look, there's a good chance that God wanted to speak through somebody else this morning, but they resisted and they said, no, that's not what I do, you know? And, and I say that to say, because in that moment you had that choice, Yeah, you know, you, you, like you said, God is not going to possess you and take over your body and be like, okay, and you're you're not going to remember what just happened yeah. when when God leaves you, right? Um, so I've always told people, you know, look, there's a good chance that that God went and asked, you know, sister so and so over here, hey, I want you to say this day, and she said, no, I don't do that. And then he may, you know, the Holy Spirit may went to three or four other people mm-hmm. before finally going back to the old tried and true be like, All because right. he knew mm-hmm. that there was going to be an obedient heart. Someone there. who is willing, yeah, exactly. And, and it is a gift. It is like and and there are, and not and and this this is in scripture. Not yep. every gift is for every person. Yeah, so we're talking same, about that. Yeah, yeah. And, and so in yep. the same way that I know that, like for us, we have mm-hmm. the gift of pastoral care yep. and and teaching, um, discernment. These are all things that I think are really important in pastors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, but I do believe that I have a true gift of of prophecy, mm-hmm. which is something, first of all, that Paul wishes everyone would have. He says, I love that you all speak in tongues, but I would rather have it you all prophesied because then people would be getting built up and encouraged because that's what prophecy is. It's that it's the word of God coming to us, Mm -hmm. like God speaking to build up, to edify and build up. We keep saying this word edify, truly meaning just build up and confirm. It's like saying build up and confirm in the same sense. Is edifying. Yeah, and and you have to realize too because people get so caught up, especially with what happened last year with the election and stuff with prophecy. Mm. It's not future. Most of the time in Scripture, even if you go to the Old Testament, it is not for it is not foretelling, which means it's not, future. It's not fortune telling. It's, it's forth telling, which <laughs> yeah. is speaking to a situation that's happening now yeah. and giving a revelation that the person did not realize. Mm. You know, if if you look at like Jeremiah, who is a great prophet, yeah, most of what he was saying, he was warning them of, hey, if you continue down this path, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And this is what's happening right now because this and, you know, I think almost every time that I've been used in that sense by the Lord, it's always been something the person is dealing with that God wanted to speak to in that moment. Yeah. And very rarely is it like, and 10 years from now, you're going to do this. It's always, you know, look, you've been struggling with this. God wants to tell you this. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. If I could throw this last little thing in, and then we got to get into our rating here because we're going to wrap up. Mm -hmm. Um, I was prophesied over once and uh, like future telling type deal. Um, and, uh, it's never come to pass. Um, it was really broad in general. And this is again, in those genuine experiences, you know, you're you're trying to wonder what it is and it felt weird when it was given to me. And I was like, Mm -hmm. really though? Um, and the person, he was an evangelist. He had come over me, start praying over me. And he's like, "Uh, I'm sensing a a true call to government. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I right. I do not like politics. I really yeah. don't. It just it, that stuff's so divisive. I'm not going to get into that right now. But like I've had, I I have a bad taste for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I personally don't feel like the Lord calls us to get caught up in that as much as we like to think He does. Yeah. Um, we're not to be of this world. Yeah. We are we are to be in it. Right. Making an impact for it, doing fighting for causes that are of Him. Mm-hmm. But. To get anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying. A little off track you know, you know now, what I'm but... saying here. But like I, that prophecy was given to me, and still to this day, I'm just I look back. I never forgot it, but I look yeah. back. And I'm like, I'm not. I, I mean, and if something happens, I'm not all of it going. You know, let's say I, uh, you know, I, I run for, uh, you know, a town treasurer. Eventually, I'm not going to go. Whoa, this prophecy was right. Mm-hmm. Like you know, th- this is where we get into this horoscope feely stuff. Well, and not just that. It's it becomes self fulfilling. You're, yeah. you're looking, and and so what I would say is, if you get a, you know, somebody speaks a word of prophecy over you that is just totally out of left field, yeah, or right field, or however the saying goes, um, 
my encouragement to people has always been, look, get a journal, write it down yeah. and hide it in your heart. Mm-hmm. Because what you're going to, if you're, if you're keeping it at your forefront, like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. I have to do this. Then yeah. it's going to become self-fulfilling. Yeah. But if you write it down and then you look back on it yeah. and you're like, wait a minute, this feels familiar. And then you can go back and look at and it. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm trying to think, I want to say it was Mary when the angel talks to her and she says, um, it was a strange thing and she hid it in her heart. Mm-hmm. You know, she she did not go out and be like, oh, it's going to happen immediately or yeah. I need to look for it. It was, I'm going to hide this in my heart mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. And, and uh, boom, it happened. And boom, it happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And boom, it happens. So. And that was a prophecy directly from the Lord. Right. Like an angel of the Lord right. sent. And that's where this like future stuff, I feel like that's the only time. Yeah. Like you want to talk about Revelation. That was a future thing given directly from Christ, a yeah. vision from Christ specifically. That was a full orchestrated, amazing yeah. image that was so powerful and overwhelming. John literally passes out several times just mm-hmm. seeing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the kind of stuff. When that stuff ever happens, that's directly from the Lord. Yep. Now, when you have somebody who's speaking a prophecy over you, I I just, I personally feel like if it's not something that's speaking to you now, mm-hmm. Like you were just saying, yeah. put it away. Yep. Just put it away. You don't need it right now. Look for the prophecy that is building and edifying to you now. Uh, a timely word at the right time, Proverbs says, is like sweet honey. Mm-hmm. And man, have I had times where people spoke to me and I just started bawling because yeah. it was like the Lord Jesus just wanted me to know something so specific. Yep. And yeah, we, this person. We, we have this phrase in Christianese where we say that uh, they read your mail that day. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it was it was those private letters that were suddenly laid out bare and they just yeah. they read your mail. Yeah. And, and how did you know I was praying? For exactly. That? How yep. did you know I was struggling with that? Yep. So yep. we can do this all day. Yeah. But um, we're going to we're going to end our episode here. Um, on a good note, good encouraging stuff, be encouraged by prophecy and all that good stuff. We could probably do it. Oh man, we can do a full season alone on yep. just all the gifts of the spirit. Um, but well here, let me, let me throw this out there too. Okay. Because hopefully we got quite a few people that are starting to watch this now. I know we had quite a few yeah. views last. I don't know how long they're watching this, <laughs> but State of the it is registering. So yeah. uh, I want to encourage you, if you have had a Holy Spirit experience, yeah. I would I would love to hear about it. Yes, so, tell us um, experience. If you could, and, and John, help me out with the editing on this, mm-hmm. but maybe like right here, put my email address. Boom. Okay. Email address. Email me your Holy Spirit experiences. I would love to hear them. Yeah. You know, whether you're a member of Southwest Community Church or not, if you're viewing this video, yeah. uh, it's hard to edify the body when you keep it to yourself. Yeah. So stories are meant to be told. Yeah. So tell me your story. Send me an email. Uh, let me know. I, I was going to say put it in the comments, but that could get <laughs> kind of long. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, like the video and then send me an email. All right. Yeah. Here, CC me in it. Here's my email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd love to see it too if you don't mind. If you don't want to, that's fine. I don't have to. But yeah. hey, if you want, here's my email as well. Um, I'm just assuming that I'm editing it right here where my hand is. Yeah. Um, but with that, let's get into our spread. <laughs> yes, let's read. Um, we had blueberry bagel. Yes. Orange marmalade. Yes, yes, we did. Now, this week, that orange marmalade's a thick spread. Mm-hmm. That it's, I mean, it's pulpy. It's got a lot going on. It's got a lot of turbulence in it. Like that goes <laughs> in your mouth and it's bumpy ride. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. it's going. Yeah. And um, I think we might've waited too long on the bagel after it toasted. It was a little chewy for me. Okay. Yeah. The bagel um, was. Yeah. It was a little chewy. The bagel wasn't that great. I need mm. to find out what, uh, who made that bagel and not get that bagel again. <laughs> but um, it was pretty good. I mean, it was the marmalade was so powerful. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was blueberries present. Yeah, I did not know I was eating a blueberry bagel. Mm-hmm. That was just a mere vessel. It was like eating a cracker. Okay, um, with orange marmalade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that this was the star of the show. Yep. Which I guess the show's called the spread. So it yeah, should yeah. Be. So it should be. Yes. It should be. Um, but what I, a pair. I I personally realized, and as as I said earlier. I like orange marmalade. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, would sla- I need to slap that on some things. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's pretty good. But, you know, not not anything that's like earth shattering. So I'm going to I'm going to settle at a two and a half, two and a half, two and a half Marias. 
All right. All right. Um, for me, and I knew this going in, I knew it was going to be very sweet mm. going in. Mm-hmm. Um, I did catch the blueberry, um, which was very intense with the marmalade. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan. It mm. was it was too much. It, it felt like I was eating dessert for breakfast. Mm. Um, Some people because like. because bagel, you know, it made yeah. me feel breakfasty. Um, I will say this though, because that was so sweet, and I have a dark roast coffee over here. Yeah, it super intensified okay. my coffee. Mm. <laughs> like I had flavor notes coming out of my coffee yeah. that I haven't tasted for a while from nice. this particular roast. So. Um, as as a standalone, I'm yeah. only going to give it one and a half Mariahs. It was it was definitely not my favorite by any stretch. Yikes. Now, as something that could potentially pair, because I do like dark roast coffees. Okay. And so uh, I, I liked the intensification over here. But see, here's the thing. So, I mean, I'm not going to take a score that's edited with that. No, I'm not going to give you a score. I'm just saying okay. to, to pair it together. Yeah. Would oh, be yeah. okay. If you're going to do but, this, but if you're this, someone who likes this, you need to have something yeah. better to, so, yeah, to one offset and a half. that. One and, a half. one and a half and two and a half together. Yeah. That's four. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's, four. Our, that's our lowest eee. since I've been on the show. Yeah. But uh, I think that's our lowest ever. I don't Mariah, don't ever hate me. It. I do like orange marmalade. Yeah. Just not paired with this. Yeah, so just not. It just the wasn't. Spread the spread was an awesome suggestion. Your husband totally blew it. Pairing it with a <laughs> with a bagel you can't even eat. Yeah, yeah. So. Was, I guess it was my fault. It was all my fault. Uh, but we'll we'll bring back orange marmalade in the future. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to give it a fair shot. Yep. We need to pair it with something that I think will uh, offset that sweetness. Yeah, and maybe um, savory or something like that. Yeah, we yeah. could do some sweet savory combos. We need to do something crazy on this show, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, hey, that's pretty much all we got for you. That's a four. That means you don't need to try this. No. Nope. We don't suggest it. Unless you really like sweet stuff for breakfast. If you really yeah. like the bre- you know dessert breakfast and you like orange stuff, sure, go for it. We don't care. We're not going to tell you how to live your life. But we are going to help you live the Christian one. So that's the point of this show. And we're so glad that you tuned in with us. And um, we hope you enjoyed our conversation on our experiences yeah. um, with the Holy Spirit and his movements, the good and the bad and yep. the ugly. Um, and <laughs> I feel like that statement needs to have like a fourth thing. Yeah. Because I feel like bad and ugly are just both bad. Good, the bad, the ugly. Like you need like the good, the bad, the ugly, and the fantastic. <laughs> I don't know, like, or guess, the the handsome. <laughs> For talking about looks, <laughs> it's Clint Eastwood. I don't mess with Clint Eastwood. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, hey, should, yeah. I, should I get grit in my voice? Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, we can't wait to see you in our next episode. We we've been plowing through the this season, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think where we're heading next is is going to be more episodes on prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going to be heading into. Uh, series on prayer on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And um, so we're going to be talking about prayer coming soon. So stay tuned with us for that. Send us those emails. Let us know yeah. your story. Let us know if you're liking the show. Yeah. Give us like a thumbs it, up. Share it. Review it. Yep. Whatever you want to do. If there's something you want us to talk about, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. We'll do it. We yep. will do it. Bet. All right. Today we're going to um, encourage you to stay marmalady. I knew that was coming. Have a good day, y'all. See ya. (laughs)